0: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Portsmouth Running Podcast, uh, episode 56, uh, where we will be speaking to the lovely Billy from Be Fit with Billy, who is a PT, outdoor PT trainer um, taking classes in and around Canoe Lake on the seafront. I'm so, super excited to have Billy on the show later. But, um, as always, before we, we head over into our main interview, I am super excited to be joined by my co-host, David Harvey. Dave, you're just back from a run. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm a little bit achy. I got 16 miles. I was doing like a three-hour uh, three loop, and okay. I got to 16 miles, and then realized that I only really had a smoothie today and a slice of toast for lunch, oh, God. it. took minimal food with me. So I like got near the batting ball in hamilton uh, not hamilton is it hamilton yeah it might be it's on that way isn't it and then my legs just sort of went no so i was obviously putting the effort of a sub three hour marathon in and going about 10 minute miles
0: (laughs) 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 unfueled or not enough fuel than you but did did you take some food with you on your run
1: i I only had like one small bar
0: (laughs) okay okay so not
1: enough (laughs) you know i'm like about food as well i normally bang on about eating yeah i was gonna say you're normally pretty good Mm, yeah. How are you doing, anyway?
0: Yeah, man. I'm okay. I'm okay. I've had a I've had a rest day today. Obviously, we're recording on Friday, and yeah, rest day for me today. I was tempted because it was looking like the the, the sun was going to kind of break through this cloud we've had over the last few days. So I was tempted to go out and just do kind of like an easy hour. But um, I'm going to save myself for some big session. A big session tomorrow, yeah. uh, being Saturday. So I'm going to do a kind of mix of the long run slash um tempo stuff. And then yeah. Sunday, I've got about four and a half hours to do. I think so.
1: Wow, nice. Yeah, So, three we're,
0: weeks both, to go. We're, we're both. We're both. We were gonna. We were gonna say when we Dave on the show that we're both kind of in the same, feeling the fatigue a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm not feeling love for it at the moment. I must say it's just mm-hmm. it's getting so much. But I always get like this. Like we did quite a few miles, but it was a sort of steady increase before South Downs 50. And um. Since then, I've just like got running fatigue, and I just can't be asked. But I've been like forcing myself out the door because, you know, you just kind of like when you set yourself a goal, it's you know doing the crap days that you don't want to do. You kind of have to do, really. So
2: yeah,
0: I think so. And it's like I think the closer you get as well to race day, and I I don't know how many of the listeners. will kind of like relate to this but but yeah the closer you get to race day when you've when you've put in like big training blocks it's like those that three to four weeks before the race where you know tapering is coming at some point but you've still got a couple of big weeks to do and and you're almost in your mind like on the start line you're like oh my god really do I really need another two weeks of long runs
1: (laughs) yeah that's it and I think that as well when because you're starting to get a little bit tired of it and then you've still got your biggest week to come
2: yeah
0: that's it
1: (laughs) and it's just like oh fucking hell (laughs) and I I always get like this just before doing a race and I literally feel like I'm clinging on for dear life and I think you know I I, I hear from other people as well and like uh, you know people I think people just get really tired don't they because I mean because we're doing longer distances I think that the mileage kind of starts to add up a little bit and the load on your body is it starts to affect you a bit um
0: definitely yeah 100
1: so yeah it's, it's been difficult but it's kind of starting to pay off a little bit so i guess if we go back six seven weeks i had the popular cold that's been going around the last couple of years
0: i'm glad you called it that
1: yeah good yeah <laughs> so um hit taper time for the South Downs 50 immediately uh, literally on the day that I finished my last long run um caught caught the popular cold and um it just wiped me out for a couple of days and i sort of got over it you know it took took a few days to kind of properly get over and then you sort of come out the, the other side thinking yeah I feel okay but there's all of this background fatigue that goes on Mm-hmm. That, I, that I definitely noticed and actually doing the South Downs 50 was probably a bit daft because in the in the first two miles of it I thought fuck I, I'm not gonna be able to get off this hill I'm gonna have to turn around and go home
0: okay. and that's the climb out of Worthing yeah
1: yeah and it's it's not that much of a big climb really um and the, the first 10k were just was just absolutely agonizing but I managed to sort of persevere with that and I think that doing that really really impacted me for about probably the last four weeks
0: oh gosh right
1: and um <clears throat> and I'm just starting to get over the other side of that now I think okay but it wasn't like I was ill but it, it was like that I think you said it once that you you're, you feel like your fitness is there but you're not able to access it
2: yeah that's
1: i'd go out the door and i'd feel okay but there was no way i'd be able to have any zip in my running at all i had no energy to run anything faster than about nine and a half minute mile yeah
2: um wow.
1: which is fine you know like i can plod around and quite happily plod around but i wasn't able to access like the speedier stuff to then make nine and a half minute miles feel or 10 minute miles feel easy
0: okay yeah
1: so, yeah. Um, so it, I, I think it's a bit of a warning for people really that um you know particularly fit people and i've heard it from a few people actually recently about how covid affects people that are fit because they might get over it quickly but there's all of this underlying stuff that's going on that you can't see or can't necessarily feel
2: mm. uh,
1: that, that will impact you and um and i think that's what i found from doing the south Downs 50 from it so yeah
2: i mean now yeah. that's
1: so, but I'll, I'll stop ranting now but <laughs> you know, it is a word of warning for for anyone that's yeah. got COVID. I think it's probably good to just lay low for a couple of weeks if you're able to, and really nurture yourself back into recovery properly. Because
0: yeah, it's a good think, good good advice.
1: I think like you know now it's now it's not such a horrific strain. I think people and and the, the, it's off the news. I think people are probably not going to take it as seriously. And you know what I'm like? I never really took it that seriously anyway. I just, I, you know, I thought it was a, cons- a conspiracy for ages. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: But you know, I think there's a, the, the danger now is that people will take it for granted a little bit and and start to harm themselves if they if they come back to you quickly
0: i think i think we're used to these days i think with all the kind of like fast pace of life and stuff i think generally people tend to be kind of riding especially runners riding yeah. on the edge a lot more than, than than we used to um yeah you know you you think to yourself well i kind of feel okay to go for a runs so i'm going to go for a run whereas you don't actually make that decision in your head then and there to even though i could probably get through the run just don't mm. do it and just rest instead because it's going to be better and then I think it's because like if you do that you then feel like oh well I should have gone out for a run because I probably could have done it but you don't realize the invisible uh, benefit that you're giving yourself so yeah you kind of yeah
1: that's the thing isn't it because like there's so many times that I'll go out the door and I think I don't really feel like this my body doesn't feel like this but I'm going to do it anyway and um, you think actually we should probably just go and sit down on the sofa and chill out rather than doing this like six miles that's going to give me marginal gains. at best. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I
0: think I've got a I've got a good kind of analogy, which probably isn't going to sound right. But it's like taking a hammer and making the decision like, OK, I'm not going to. like The similar thing would be like taking the hammer and going, OK, I'm, I'm going to go for my run or or yes, I'm going to smash my legs up with this hammer. Um, yeah. Oh, damn, it hurts after I've done it. And then but if you didn't do it you would put the hammer down and you'd lie down you go oh well my legs are fine so i, I could have smashed my legs with a hammer it's, it's, <laughs> you know it's just like there's 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 really no like no win really is there <laughs> no there isn't there it's isn't. like my legs are fine they were, they were, they could they could have taken the beating with a hammer it's like yeah <laughs> yeah that's kind of like the point of not doing it but anyway yeah. um listen you've got you've got hard 200 coming up oh actually um i loved your message earlier this week you were like Dan, I'm, I'm a bit concerned because it's no, it's not the Hardmores 200. It's the Hardmores 193.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 10k short. I think. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> oh man, are you going to go do and do it. like seven mile, seven mile extension on the end of it?
1: Yeah, I think I'll just, um, <clears throat> I'll get a hotel seven miles away from the start.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Or yeah. just get lost. Just get lost for three and a half miles and three and a half miles back onto the course. Done.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been really struggling with it, done, Like because you know we speak about quite often don't we and we've spoken about on this for some time about doing stuff that inspires you yeah and I'm going through kind of like peaks and troughs of troughs of being inspired by it and um and it's and I think that's partly why um why the training's been a real struggle because it's not been like I've not had this like passionate need to go out and train to make sure I do it really well it's just been like it was a little bit of kind of well i don't really know what to do this year so i might as well do the hardmores 200 because that kind of looks interesting but when when i go on the website and and think about it watch videos of it i just think oh yeah this is going to be absolutely epic and i've i I love the hardmores races and john Steele, he puts them on is a total legend i mean he's like one of britain's or england's kind of ultra running royalty as well so um, to do one of his races again, I'm quite excited by. So That's there's cool. lots of reasons there why it, why it is inspiring, but it's just Excellent. that kind of like personal struggle, isn't it, that you get that you go through in order to kind of, you know, find. Yeah, a
0: it's
2: reason almost like having a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
0: having having a reason or a passion to to finish the event, I think, is super important yeah. for those for those type of distances and stuff. And yeah, like similarly, I guess with Grand Union, like maybe my feeder for Grand Union coming up is. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't finish it in 2019, and I want to get past that, uh, that 100 mile distance yeah. um, this time round. So, so it's so I've, just I've, an epic yeah.
1: race, isn't it? It's I'm um, it's, I'm so excited for you. It's an amazing race, and it's what three weeks away now, isn't
0: it? Yeah, three weeks three weeks away, and 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 it's similarly, Dave. Like I'm excited for you because I've done the last 19 miles of of the Hardmores course that you're that you're on. Yeah, and it's it's just stunning. I mean, you're gonna you probably at that point won't be looking around too much you'll be you'll probably be head down in an ice cream or something um but yeah it is stunning it's it's super beautiful yeah. up there and have you done it before have you done the 50 before
1: i've done, I did the 55 yeah the 55, um, that's right
0: yeah and the
1: 55 actually you may remember was um i think we've spoken about this before on this podcast
0: we probably we're, have yeah we're like
1: scratched <laughs> records on me um Uh, It was it was on Jeremy Vine show and and was on all over the BBC News because loads of runners um, got stranded up on the moors because a blizzard came in one year. Yeah. And um, like Jeremy Vine in his usual kind of controversial, in your face kind of critical style was like, should you be allowed to be doing that kind of thing at that time of year on the moors? And um, everyone and like the fire and rescue guys were like. Yeah, they were totally fine. It was just a bit
0: snarky. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, it's it's. Do you know the, the Jeremy Vine thing, Dave. That, that, it kind of a, as 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 a non-running related side note, um, you know I've I've heard people listening to Jeremy Vine on the radio before, and honestly, it's like it's like high-speed busy traffic for your brain. It's just like it's just crazy. I can't. I don't understand how people sit and listen to these shows because it's just. Mm opinion after opinion after opinion at high speed at velocity at anger is controversy in there and it's just literally like i finished listening to those shows sometimes like we know when i've heard it in the distance or i've been in an office and somebody's somebody's been listening to it and i I just feel knackered i feel like my brain's just had like a just an ultra or something
1: it's and it's all it's all a little bit kind of like controversial as well in the opinions isn't it it's like a radio version of the jeremy kyle show it's that kind of yeah pretty much yeah car crash event for entertainment um and she I, i've sat there listening to it sometimes i was thinking, is this for real are, pe- are people actually really getting upset by this
2: yeah exactly.
1: um, <laughs> and then you've got him he's just stoking the, fa- the flames isn't he? stoking the fire and getting people like riling people up in his in their opinions and yeah it's it's quite it's
0: it's quite it's quite an experience um listening to those i mean you know kudos to anybody who listens to it listen i'm not i'm not like a saying it's bad or anything but yeah for me it's just it's just brain noise it's like i just literally want to push it out of my ears it's just but anyway um yeah yeah, so so, uh so other than that um obviously both feeling the fatigue and stuff and i think i I can't remember if we spoke about the one uh race on the
1: last show. no that's that's <laughs> one of the things that we, we need to talk about I think
0: yeah well the one <sighs> uh, you know honestly I, I don't know how many of the listeners or Dave you I know you have you have been out there but how many of you have, have run on the actual Southwest coastal path by um along Dorset and where's it studland and and all those kind of areas but my god the I, I was not prepared for those hills at no. all. I mean i i am denied about taking poles for the race um and 100 percent should have just just for those those climbs between mile 20 and 30 on the on the route were yeah uh, There was about six to seven thousand foot of elevation just between those just between those kind of like eight miles and yeah yeah it destroyed my legs completely so i was due to run the whole kind of 84 8, 83 84 mile routes and i only got halfway or got, I got to 46 miles and that was where the car was um parked and I was like nope I'm done now I'm not ca- I'm not trekking through the night for a training run
2: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, so I was done I was quite happy to kind of call it there I had I think I had about 10, 10 and a half hours on the on the feet and yeah I was I was also wearing interestingly enough Dave the new um Hoka X shoe right okay which um, it's like their new kind of trail carbon-plated, carbon-plated shoe, but it wasn't probably the ter- the right terrain for me to kind of give them a good blasting yeah. because obviously with yeah. all the hills and stuff, but um, so it was a brand new shoe as well on the day. <laughs> it was like, my <laughs> God. <gone. laughs> but yeah, I mean, it... how, how beautiful is it there, man?
1: Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I've done the, um, I think you must have gone around, did you go around Swanage?
0: Yeah, we started um... on a beach in Swanage and then- yeah. We yeah ran along the beach for ages
1: yeah so i've done the Purbeck marathon a few times and also done the like the dorset cts marathon it's okay. like the endurance life one that, that starts at lower and um, that took me almost six hours to do just for the marathon it's so hilly around there yeah
0: i can't, and, can't um, believe it
1: there's there's a particularly um when you come between when you go between Swanage and Lulworth, and there's this like um firing range on your right, and you sort of like stick to the coastline. Yeah, there's I remember one hill out of there, it's just so 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 steep, and then of course, you, you get down into Lulworth Cove, and you've got about four or five steep massive hills in about 3 miles
0: yeah that's it yeah
1: and um, and it's got to be about 2 or 3000 feet just going over those hills it's yeah. it was ridiculous
0: it it was like it was like really weird because it was the shape of the steps and stuff that was yeah that wasn't good like like it, you couldn't get into a stride or anything and um i was just trying to i was trying to like work out while i was on the hills like what what is it about this hill that i i just can't get but it was definitely the space and shape of it i mean i i didn't have to stop once on um on ccc going up you know mm. at, at the utmb races going up those hills it was fine because i had yeah. holes and i was able to just, just kind of hike up but, but these ones i had to stop a couple of times and there was a, at one point i looked up because because it, it, you were literally looking up on some of these hills and there was a guy in, in front of me on his hands and knees going up the steps, <laughs> which was crazy <laughs> That's oh yeah yeah, but Obviously, it was a it was a love it was a lovely event though like organised yeah. by by that brutal events and um I yeah. think I've already decided because there's a few of us that may go back next year so um I'm I'm going to go back as well I'm gonna, I'm going to try it again because I think Jason's going to be doing it and our friend yeah. Jeff's going to be doing it um and I don't know whether you wanted to come along and uh, give it a bash as well.
1: Yeah, I might do. That could be fun, couldn't
2: it? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah I, think I, I might. like it around there. It's just it's so epic, isn't it? It's such a beautiful coastline. <laughs> Um, yeah absolutely but also you know you had a nice day for it didn't you if that was if it it was wind and rain on that coastline it would be horrific
0: yeah the the, (laughs) it was dry but it was it was actually quite windy and the wind was cold so it was I think it's just because it kind of it kind of just flies up um, over the over the coastline and stuff and over those hills so it did feel strong most of the time Um, but yeah it was dry and it was sunny so so we were quite lucky I think um, a lot of the time people have said or a few people I spoke to have said like you know oh mate usually it's um it's it's muddy and stuff on this route and I was thinking oh my god if it was muddy as well um I think I would have just cried
2: the whole way
1: (laughs) yeah I mean mud is so bad like I'm so bad in mud that um I just slip all over the place I've got no no balance at all I think um (laughs) What's his name? Who's that? Funny? Oh, I can't even think of his name. He's on Would I Lie to You and he and Shooting Stars. Bob Mortimer. Okay. And I'll never forget him. Him saying once that um, like a startled horse on a frozen lake, and that's exactly what I'm like in mud.
0: Oh, it's funny. But listen, I hope I hope things kind of perk up with the um, obviously leading up to to your race because yours is before mine. So you've got yours in two weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think mine's t- two. Yours is free is isn't it?
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you'll yeah. be rest. You'll be rested. I'll be I'll be running that weekend, and then obviously yeah. the weekend after that. Um, I think Jason, who's crewing me for that uh, Grand Union, is also crewing somebody for the South Downs Way Hundred. So oh, you
2: brilliant. never know. We,
0: we we may get a chance to head over to the South Downs Way Hundred for the day, just to kind of see a few people yeah. through. But um,
1: Dan, I just had one one more thing to um that I know we spoke about in the past now. I, I get really bad cramps in my legs okay. normally yep. because I've, I think part of it's because where I had back surgery a few years ago and like I've kind of knackered the nerves on one side of my body so um so in my my left glute and down into my left calf, so I always get like really bad cramps okay but um I tried that velo for um recovery powder okay oh my god it's amazing like I haven't cramped up at all since then which obviously it's perhaps it's not my knackered nerves it's my diet and a lack of protein or something like that but honestly it's an absolute game changer
0: okay have they uh, and, and just to mention we're not we're not sponsored or we're not no, taking not. we're not taking <laughs> bribes from them at all yeah no
1: and and it does pain me a little bit because i think velofort is actually a cyclist brand which you know
0: <laughs> right we're not friends anymore <laughs> no
1: exactly but i'd fully recommend it it's called velofort nova
0: Okay, all right. And they do, I think they do, like, bars and, like, um, gels and all sorts of drinks and stuff as well, don't they?
1: Yeah, their gels are interesting. They've got, like, they've got one that I had the other day, beetroot and lemon flavour. Oh, my word.
2: (laughs) Was it good? No, it's
1: disgusting.
2: Oh,
0: right. But I I
1: hate beetroot anyway, so.
0: Ah, fair enough. I was
1: was running through the country park, yeah, having this beetroot gel, and about five minutes later, I I spat on the floor to my shame and I was like what on earth is that and just had this like purple (laughs) like I thought it was bleeding in the mouth really
0: oh no (laughs) so it's 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 definitely definitely got like real beetroot in it yeah definitely
1: yeah it's real food as well but yeah honestly the Velofort Nova it's got something called maca in it Mm
2: -hmm. and it's
1: got um BCAAs which I think are branched chain amino acids that help like muscle recovery that kind of thing but Michelle Maxwell gave it to me and Salt okay and, so this was
0: um just just out of interest this was a recovery shake that you would you were drinking after your run that you had
1: yeah I've, I've had it for about two or three weeks and honestly like i i was getting night cramps every night so what i was i would do is just neck a load of s caps because i think it was like salt or potassium yes. that kind of thing that's causing the cramps but um it turns out that if you if you have it as soon as I, as soon as you finish a run it's like your legs are fine afterwards it's really strange and you know i've never really been into protein shakes or anything like that but this one's a little bit different i think it's it's more kind of targeted at endurance sports and like running and cycling and stuff so i think i think jason is a fan of the tailwind one which is probably quite similar
0: okay yeah
1: uh, yeah 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 definitely worth it thoroughly recommend it Mm
0: -hmm. i will i will have a look next time i put an order in which is going to be soon for for grand union anyway so um i might chuck a i might actually a packet of, of that in for the for the evening section. Cool. Yeah, yeah, do
1: it. It's honestly brilliant.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, Dave. Well, um, yeah, listen, it's it's been great and, and obviously, you know, just to mention before we quickly go into the interview is that our guest this week, um, Billy Lee Roberts is the the owner and creator um and personal trainer at BeFit with Billy. Now, Dave, I don't know whether you've noticed running in Portsmouth recently, like you see these these groups of kind of like PT specialists and and yeah gym goers and and obviously all the running clubs and stuff going along the front but i think it's such a it gives such a positive vibe um in the city these days to see this especially it's in spring when everything's kind of like coming to life and i think it's like great that that these people are able to work with portsmouth city council who who give them permission to use the space to actually just like you know use the parks and use the grass because you know why why not get people out enjoying the fresh air and and feeling healthy so have you have you noticed a few more of those kind of groups popping up
1: I haven't honestly I haven't run down in Portsmouth for a long time well for a good few weeks um but I have noticed that now I'm around and actually around Clanfield and Horne you see kind of you, you see people doing their kind of like PT sessions in the field and stuff so um no,
0: that always reminds yeah. me in, in the, the one in the one in QE Country Park where we saw people rolling up Butter Hill yeah
1: <laughs> have you tried that yet
0: no we, right. we 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 probably need to do it at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you have to be slightly posse to do that, don't you?
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well listen, um enjoy your weekend. Uh enjoy your trip tomorrow and uh love to Heather and Hetty. Hope she's hope she's she's fine. Um and we'll chat soon. We'll head yeah. up for a run at some point soon. Uh and yeah, listeners, uh please enjoy the, the interview with, with Billy from be Fit with Billy. Uh and here we go. Dave, take care. All the best. Thank you, mate. Cheers hello everybody i would like to give a big warm welcome to our featured guest for this special show billy lee roberts owner and creator and personal trainer at be fit with billy so hello billy welcome to the portsmouth running podcast how are you doing today
3: hello um thank you for having me yes i am fine thank you um enjoying the sunshine
0: oh isn't it great
3: (laughs) it is it's glorious although i think i did um Maybe get a bit too excited because I was freezing when I went out today. So um, I think it's still jumper. You need a jumper in case when the sun goes in. It's um, still a bit chilly, but yeah,
2: yes, it's, such a, it's not such a weird
0: time. Yeah, it's a weird time of, of year, isn't it? It's like because um, you know, I'll be in the house and then kind of like sun will be coming through the window, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's really really hot today. And then you'll go outside, there'll be a, a, a like a cool breeze which really freezes you, and then you see people in jumpers and jackets, and some people without t-shirts. It's, it's crazy. Yeah.
3: I don't think anyone knows what to, what to do or what to wear, but
0: <laughs> exactly um,
3: any, any sunshine is better than none. So
0: exactly, No, it's 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 a lovely kind of like real positive time of year. I, I feel we you know where people start to kind of come out of their their houses a bit more, and people are spending more time in the gardens and obviously on the seafront, which is which is great. So it's it's re- it's a really really good time of year. But have you um today? Have you been outdoors? Have you done in, any of your PT sessions or, or workouts yourself?
3: Um, Thursdays is actually my um day off from teaching but I did go to the gym today and did a little um little workout this morning which made me feel a lot better I was super I think on my days off I have I say a lion and um, it's a lion to me um, and I always feel really lethargic and yep. sometimes I don't do a lot on my day off so I thought no get to the gym and I am um, yeah I did feel much better for it but other than that um no, i've been out and about visiting some friends but it was yeah it's nice to have some downtime
0: brilliant i'm awesome. sure it is i'm sure it is. Yeah, you're really busy and like you say a lion for you is probably still quite early because i know some of your sessions start super early and i and i took part in one uh this week which was fantastic by the way thank you again it was um it was really good uh we oh, thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it i was do you know, i was really sore the next day as well really really sore my I kind of got up out of bed the next the next morning. I was walking around and I'm thinking, do you know when you're kind of half in a, in a dream state and you're like, oh, you know, I'm really sore. I just can't work out what's going on. And I'm opening the drawers in the bedroom and I'm like, oh yes, I did a class yesterday.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it was lovely to have you. Um, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was nice to have you. And yeah, um, it, was, it was good.
0: It was, it was glad, really good.
3: I'm glad you were sore in some ways. We like a good, I always say to my ladies, it's it's nice to have a good soreness, not yeah. like, can't sit on the toilet saw but um yeah yeah, for sure I I love that feeling so
0: (sighs) absolutely absolutely now I I know we've been wanting to record for ages because obviously we we met a while ago and I kind of came over and said hello to you um outside While I think while you were doing a class or perhaps maybe setting up for a class I'd seen your flag and and I just you know for me it's um you know part of recording the show with you was to kind of find out a little bit more about people like yourselves who have started these businesses and are using the parks and outdoor spaces which you know for us as runners in Portsmouth we we are seeing a lot more of with obviously you know Portsmouth outdoor fitness and yourself and and other people using the front i mean we even get people down there you know sometimes attaching their own kind of like gym equipment to to some of the some of the poles and stuff on the side and they're doing workout so it, it's really good to see and obviously i think even things like rollerblading and roller skating have you seen have you seen those guys going around south yeah
2: yeah
3: i have yeah it's um it is really lovely to see mm. so many people out and about and i think that was one of the positive things that came from lockdown, um, I think, because people were very limited to what they could do and what was open. So I think yeah. they kind of went, I know, I'm going to dig out those rollerblades that I've had sat in my cupboard for however long. And um, and it seems to have continued, which is, is really, really nice to see. It's nice to see positive things happening down um, the seafront and in the parks rather than just, lots of kids with bottles of beer,
2: you know, <laughs> kids and beer. Mm. I mean, it's
3: still, still happening, but you know, it's nice to see uh, other stuff going on as well.
0: Yeah. There's, I mean, there's certainly, You know, I know this is kind of like very Portsmouth focused, this podcast, but it is lovely to kind of see in the area and just kind of get that vibe that there's, you know, almost kind of, it's kind of almost like this, I'm going to call it like a new age kind of folk, a uh, health focus kind of vibe going on at the moment. And lots of kind of cool coffee shops and, places you can kind of go and work obviously with you know you just said COVID and stuff all that earlier working from home has become more of a of a thing and yeah I just feel like there's there's definitely kind of like a really nice healthy kind of vibe at the moment and again you know we've spoken about this as well but um, people using the the sea as well to kind of go go for dips and stuff I mean it's just it's there's a really good feeling out there as well do you, do you kind of get that yourself being being a PT on the front
3: yes absolutely I really do and um I would say 90 90- nine percent of the time everyone's even though everyone's got their own different things going on like I see groups of people just out for runs and whether they're a club or they're just a group of people that have met and decided that every I don't know Thursday morning they go for a run everyone's so um encouraging and nice and friendly towards the other people doing other stuff Um which I think is really nice. We had a group of runners run past us the other morning and all my lot gave them a big clap. We were just stretching. We'd just finished. And I just think it's really nice that they're, that people are actually talking to each other as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we we do that in, um, I don't know if it's just the UK, but no one really talks to each other anymore. It's, it's, it's a bit strange. And I do get funny looks sometimes. I'll just say hello to someone. And then... Yeah. Um, Whoever I'm with is, oh, do you know them? I'm like, no, they just looked like a nice person. I just thought I'd say hello. Um, and I think that's another big thing, especially with the, um, like you said about the sea swimming. Mm. It's a great way for people to meet other people in a positive way because unless you, I mean, I've got friends that are single or friends that have moved, people that have moved down here to Portsmouth yeah. And unless you're up for going out on a Friday night down Albert Road which is fine and we all you know we all love to do that but mm. maybe not every week then it's really it is hard to meet people especially if you're working from home as well. Yeah. Because when do you actually see anyone? Yeah, agreed. So getting into these clubs and different things I think is a really nice way for people to meet other humans that have a similar similar interest
2: yeah
0: that's it I mean you've only got to really take a walk like you know like we're we're kind of here recording about this whole thing about using the front and you just got to walk around and see all the all the fantastic groups and and opportunities that there are to get involved in things so so I think it's I think it's I think it's really great um Billy I always let my guests spend a minute or two kind of introducing themselves and, and we've already spoken for a few minutes but I would love for you to kind of you know spend a little bit of time talking about who you are um, perhaps maybe where you're from, a little bit of an introduction to what beef it for Billy is all about. Um, and then maybe if you want to as well, one interesting funny fact about yourself or, or anything that you want to include um in that intro. So I'm gonna hand over to you to to spend a couple of minutes telling us who you are.
3: Okay. Um marvelous. Right, I've got to talk about myself
0: now. <laughs> here you go. This, this is a nervous.
3: Um, <laughs> I was born in Portsmouth, so I am Portsmouth born and bred.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um I haven't been here. That much though. I'm how old am I? I'm 31. I've probably spent oh god, I've got work this out now. Basically, I left when I was 18, and then I came back properly to Portsmouth to like full time live maybe five five years ago. Okay. So, um, yeah, I wasn't here a lot. I was that was part of my previous job. I was travelling and lived kind of all over really. Um. But it's one of those things, Portsmouth. I always, when I was growing up, I hated it. And that sounds awful and I hate saying it now, but I really didn't like living here. I was like, oh, I don't like Portsmouth. You know, there's, the grass is always greener when you're a 15-year-old. girl. Yeah, I
2: think up. so, yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> and then when I started coming back and visiting in between jobs and things, it was, I was like, actually, I'm so lucky. I spent a bit of time living in Essex and there was no seaside. And it was just... I was like, this is awful. How does anyone <laughs> live? How what does anyone say? live? No offence to people from Essex. Very small town. Um, but it was just, I think we're spoiled in Portsmouth and we do take it for granted. Well, I definitely took it for granted for a long time. And now I can't really picture myself being anywhere else, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I started Be Fit Um in Portsmouth last August I want to say so it hasn't been going that long down here um mm-hmm. I kind of decided I wanted to do my PT course and qualification and then I loved the idea of teaching outside um and teaching group stuff because I like people I like people a lot and um it was for me I, so I used to dance and giving that up was quite a big thing in my life Um, and I can go into that a bit more later if you want me to
2: Um,
3: and it was finding something that was kind of a happy medium between right okay I'm not dancing anymore what else can I do that makes me feel great and that is rewarding Um, and in between dancing and this I worked in hospitality around the restaurant so that was very much obviously people so I just kind of combined the two of like movement and fitness and then people and yeah, it seems to have been one of the best decisions I've ever made and working for myself, I love, I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I love being my own boss and, you know, if I want to have a day off, I can, I very rarely do, but. <laughs>
0: you can't, you can't say you've got a rubbish, rubbish boss at all.
3: No. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I'm getting up at 5.30 and I think, whose idea was this? Whose <laughs> ideas? It? it? was mine. Um, but no, I absolutely love it. And The community that I have built so far, which is, you know, it's getting there, it's still relatively small, is just brilliant. Like, I couldn't ask for a better group of people um, to train and help. And some of the feedback, it seems to be kind of, I don't know, recently, in the last couple of weeks, I've seen a shift in people's mentality, some of the people that I've been training, and they finally get it. Like, they finally get it, and i just... I'm so pleased when I receive a message that I, you know, someone says I've stopped weighing myself and I've just done it because I, like, it makes me feel good. And oh. then six weeks later, they've weighed themselves and gone, Oh, I've lost, you know, over half stone. Thank you so much. I can't believe. And I'm like, yes, this is what it's about. It will happen. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's the process. yeah. And working out what's important again, I mean, we could sit and talk all day about the whole, you know, the pros and cons of social media and the expectations that people you know have in their head or the pressure that people put on themselves to look a certain way and and I've just kind of tried to strip that well I don't train people that have that mentality basically I'm very kind of clear in the nicest of ways that if you want to starve yourself and you expect mm-hmm. to be a size zero by doing one PT session a week. It's I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's <really> wrong.
3: <laughs> it's um, and yeah. it's it's not um, it's not maintainable. That's one of my main things is is making movement and fitness a part of people's lifestyle rather than it being a chore and something they dread. It's a part of their lifestyle that will stay with them until the well forever because. Yeah, yeah again the older you get I think the more important it is to keep keep moving Mm. I
0: think I think you said earlier like um, it's nice to hear that people kind of get it after spending a significant amount of time with the process because I find like these days people want instant results I know I'm I've, I've been very much like it as part of my character which I've had to change is is just you know live in the moment for for a a long time and you'll you'll see the results and stuff rather than just expecting things to happen very quickly so that must be really rewarding when that happens for you
3: yes it is it really really is and um a few of the people that have kind of sent me messages and things this week or i've spoken to are people that were so apprehensive and terrified of coming to one of my classes Mm. it took them weeks to get up the courage to come and now they're there three times a week. And the difference I see in their strength and even just their confidence in knowing that they can do it. I think that's a lot of people's problems is that they, they instantly, like, oh, I can't do that. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I can't. They, yeah, they just don't kind of believe in themselves, which then puts up all these barriers.
2: Yeah.
3: And I don't think, I think that's another, um, kind of thing that led from covid as well or like even just meeting new people people the thought of a group instantly that group fitness people go oh god no <laughs> you know there'll be other people there but as soon as that, that's what I say to everyone is I just need to get people to one class
2: that's, that's all funny. I need to do <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. come to one class and it, it takes time sometimes and I'm it's still all new to me I'm learning with um emails and messages I'll always, send a little nudge a week or so after I've had a message and just say really looking forward to seeing you in class hope you can make it this week and then it'll go on and it may might be another week and I haven't heard or they'll message me and say I'm coming on Wednesday and then I always you know the night before I'll message and say can't wait to see you tomorrow and it's not you know me threatening like you best be there tomorrow but sometimes yeah. people just need that little nudge to go yeah do you know what I'm gonna go yeah I I'm
2: think
0: that's go. a good thing yeah <laughs> 100 no, percent um but I, I know you do some running yourself we've we've had a kind of brief chat about about your running when we met for coffee a few weeks ago and um could you tell us a little bit about kind of like your, your own running like like what kind of stuff you do running wise is it something you enjoy and you, that you do regularly um, um
3: yeah. yes 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 i um i do like running i don't do enough of it <laughs> um but i do like it a lot and I've probably got the potential to kind of be better at it, if that makes sense. But yep. um, at the moment, I mean, I live so so close to the beach. So sometimes I'll I'll get up and think, right, I'm going to go for a run, and I I get down the beach and I think, God, why don't I do this more often? Um, but I think I said to you with me I'm very much either I have a day I don't know what it is I think everyone's the same I'll have a day where I go for a run and I feel like I could run for hours Mm. it doesn't affect me at all and I think yeah this is great I could run for days I've got a good playlist on and then other days I get out the door and I run for about five minutes it feels like I've been running for five hours and like I'm a snail (laughs) those those
0: are most of my days but yeah I promise you (laughs)
3: it's very hit and miss miss with me and those days I just do feel like I'm dragging myself down the promenade um Mm. but yeah it's a funny one but I've done um I did the great. I've done the great South run twice twice no maybe just once no once I'm doing it I'm gonna do it this year I'm going to sign up today um but yeah that was a very last minute Thing. someone um was injured so couldn't race and gave me their number about three days before so I hadn't done any training whatsoever <laughs> Lovely.
0: that's always a good idea <laughs>
3: Yeah, just went for it but actually I was okay and um I got a pretty good time so um yeah I was quite pleased so I'd like to do it again this year but I put a bit too much pressure on myself i didn't do it last year purely because i think i just started be fit
2: mm.
3: and then there's almost this expectation and this pressure and maybe it's I, I don't even think it's other people i think it's me thinking that that i was like well i've got to get a good time because otherwise people will think and actually i don't just because i'm a fitness instructor doesn't mean <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sprinter or the strongest person in the world um yeah. So I didn't do it. I actually went down and had a beer and cheered everyone on instead, uh, which exactly. was great.
0: It's an, but, it's uh, an important thing you've just mentioned there, I think, because, you know, I'm I'm, I'm doing a, a, an ultra running kind of qualification myself at the moment for for coaching. Um, and yes. I'm kind of nearly through most of the coursework now. But one of the things that came up um, as actually like its own chapter was all about that very point about the fact that to be a coach in, I guess, in anything in life, really, you don't have to be the best at that subject you just have to you know obviously do your study and have a little bit of experience and obviously you know most of it is i guess a lot of the theory around it and a lot of the actual science um so yeah so so really good point that you know you put that pressure on yourself don't you but actually you know what you don't you don't need it you don't need those times
3: no No, absolutely and um I think it depends on the kind of person. I am quite a competitive person, especially when it comes to myself. So in my head, I was like, well, I've got to beat my, you know, my time from what I did two years ago. Yeah. Um, and actually, no, I don't. But I'm looking to do some more, um, maybe not the Great South because it is, well, maybe, I don't know. I'd like to do maybe a B-fit, um sign up as a group and get everyone involved and just do it together as a fun kind of day. Because I've got people, you know, that... They're not runners and they don't yeah. want to run, which is fine. But even if we did a bit of running and we walked and just, just taking part, I, I think maybe, um, maybe next year, I might see if a few of them want to do something, maybe not. The Sounds like office, a good idea. It.
0: It's, defi- it's definitely, it's yeah. definitely one of those races that you can do that because, yeah. you know, you get you get your people at the right at the back who are carrying refrigerators and dress dress <laughs> giraffes and all sorts and then you know all the way in between you've got all sorts of groups of, of runners and clubs doing all sorts of things so that that would actually be be the perfect race for it i think
3: yes yeah no i'll um i'll get some inputs then they might be like absolutely not but they've there's a few of them that have wanted to sign up for a few um different things like the inflatable races and stuff uh, the yeah yeah stuff um I've also done the, I think I said to you about the brutal races, which are like in the middle of the countryside with ponds and lakes and hills that you can't even see the top of. Um, and I've done a couple of those, which I I love. I like um, that. Kind you of. had
0: some relatively good success there as well, didn't you? Didn't you almost come first in one um, of the races?
3: Yes. One <laughs> of them, I did come first female. I can't remember which one it was. I did come first female, which okay. shocked Myself couldn't quite believe it, Mm -hmm. and then um, yeah, there was another one that I did. And basically, you do the same lap twice. So, if you want to do the 5k, you can just do it once, and if you want to do the 10k, you do it um, twice through. And I um, I'd got I'd done one lap and it was so cold, I think it was October, and I couldn't feel my legs, I was bleeding on my leg where i'd obviously scraped my leg but couldn't feel that i'd scraped it because i was so cold couldn't do my laces up because i couldn't feel my hands and i just thought there's no way i'm doing another lap i'm numb and then the um yeah the guy said to me oh you're your first female and I was like, "What?" Actually, I think that was the time that I won. That was the time that I won, and I just looked at him and went, "Pardon?" He went, "Your first female," and I said, "Oh God, that means I've got to do the second lap, doesn't it?" And he just went, "Yep."
2: <laughs> well, off I went,
3: and I did. Yeah, I did do it, um, and got first female, which was which was nice. But the second one, yeah, there was another one. I stopped. I'd kind of had enough, and there was a lady behind me, um, and she just shouted at me, "No!" No, We're going.
2: Keep,
3: going, just, keep going, keep going. Yeah. What do you mean? She said, you have to keep going. You have been my person that I've been on the whole time so far. I've been on your heels because you're getting me through. So you cannot stop. <laughs> so I carried on and then we plodded around together and, and we had a good old chat. And she'd had a baby like eight months before and she had a good six, seven years on me. And um, yeah, it was just really nice to have someone there to kind of get you through it. And then the end um, part of the race is like a flat, a straight flat. And I just looked at her and then sprinted. And she she did swear. She was like, oh, fuck. I'm just <laughs> sprinting as well. Um, and she won, I think, by two seconds or something. Oh.
2: Oh, so um, nice.
3: which, but I was like, do you know what? You, you deserve that win. Um, and she kind of got me through the race. So, yeah, it was really nice. It was amazing. It That's was cool.
0: cool. That's cool. Well, it sounds like you're obviously you're, all your PT and fitness and stuff really kind of like assists in the running and stuff, which I'm going to ask you about um, later on anyway, because if there's anything us runners are terrible at, it's kind of like keeping ourselves well-rounded and keeping ourselves flexible and strength and conditioning up. So yeah, keen to ask a little bit about that later, but very quickly before we move on to, to fit and just chat a little bit about that and how people can, can kind of get involved and what to expect and stuff. A little bit about the, the dancing, because if I'm allowed to mention it, you danced and you're okay to talk about it. You danced for a while on some of the cruise ships, which sounds really interesting.
3: Yes, I did. Yes. So I literally danced from when I was three. It's all I ever wanted to do. I wasn't interested in anything else whatsoever. Um, and then that was when I moved away. When I was 18, I got a job at Butlins, actually, in Bognor Regis. And I danced oh, yeah. there in shows for a year, which was great. Which was kind of like my college, really, because I I didn't go to dance college. Normally, if you're doing dancing, you go to dance college at about sixteen, um, up in London or somewhere somewhere around. But there are a lot of money, um, and at the time, I just my fat well, my mum just couldn't afford it financially, and that kind of gave me a bit more of a kick up the arse, to be honest. And I just trained in Portsmouth. I went to my little dance school. I went to every class there possibly was on um, and just put as much as I could into it. And then got a job when I was 18, which I was very smug about because I was like, you know, who needs college? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm 50 grand better off than most of you.
2: But
3: um, (laughs) yeah, Butlins was like my training and I spent most of the rehearsal days crying um, because I was just terrified. And then I moved onto the ship's I think I was 19 when I did my first ship and yeah I've been very lucky traveled the world and- brilliant
0: must have seen so yeah. many nice places and wow what an opportunity
3: yeah it was it was amazing it was brilliant I've made some of my best friends through those jobs and it was just so lovely to be able to do what I loved more than anything and get paid for it really it was great
0: <laughs> brilliant brilliant well it sounds yeah. it, it sounds absolutely amazing I mean I think I mentioned to you, I, I know a few people have kind of done some music entertainment stuff on board the, the cruise ships and always had like, you know, great things to share about the experiences and stuff, but it must be also quite kind of like, you know, it messes with your life, your own personal life a little bit, because obviously you're away a loss and stuff, but yeah, it must be a great opportunity to kind of do, I guess, before, you know, especially after the kind of college years in, in inverted commas. Um, but yeah, brilliant. So, so fond memories there of the cruise ships.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Brilliant. And like you say, it's, it's, It's one of those things to do. I mean, there's still people on there that do them up until they're, you know, 50, 60. But that was kind of the thing for me. It's amazing, but it's not real life. And you come home and you're like, oh, everyone has normal jobs and no one's around to have fun. Like you'd have maybe four months off in between ships and everyone's at work. So you'd just be wandering around thinking, oh, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) No one to go out with. But no, it's fantastic.
2: Fantastic
0: amazing amazing stuff well thanks so much for that kind of like introduction to yourself and kind of chatting about the dancing a little bit about your own running and stuff but i'm so keen to kind of ask ask you a few questions about beef because i'm sure the listeners will be um wondering how how they could maybe get involved if anybody's keen to kind of give give the sessions a try and stuff so um i believe um you obviously offer a, a kind of range of of options for for your clients to to get involved with with your sessions and they kind of range from from outdoor training to pt and then you've got even kind of like other stuff that you do on top of that. Um, perhaps maybe you can give us a rundown of, of, of what it is that, that you offer at Beefit.
3: Yes, absolutely. So my main thing that I um, do are my outdoor sessions, which are based in and around Canoe Lake in South Sea. Um, and they are for all abilities. And when I say that, I mean that. There are a lot of classes that I have been to personally that say, oh, all abilities welcome. And I've turned up and I'm not like bigging myself up, but obviously I I kind of know what I'm doing because I'm a fitness instructor. And I just look around and think, God, if I was a complete beginner, I would have literally been terrified. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But um, that is one of the things that I'm trying to really, well, I guess my niche kind of, my, you know, my little niche is that it really is for all abilities that I will always give options for anyone that needs it basically for example she she won't mind she's my mother my mother comes to my classes and she's got a um basically she's broken her elbow twice so she can't really do anything um too much body weight stuff on her hands Mm -hmm. so she comes there's a lot she can't do but I always give her an option she never gets away with just sitting around (laughs) okay that's good which you could be like and the same with the running um i you know i i do get we do run in my classes it's it's you know it's a great bit of cardio and it's good for people to to do that but i'll give options so i'll say if you don't want to run you can do a little power walk you can walk out to there rather than doing a full lap of wherever i've kind of pointed out okay so yes it's it's very much for all abilities and i think i am getting that balance right everybody that's kind of newbies that have started say oh I didn't feel out of my depth at all and everyone's lovely and that's the other thing it's a very friendly environment as you probably um saw the other day everyone's
2: Absolutely.
3: everyone's there to just do a bit of movement and have some fun and I mean some of them talk too much but you know it's their social (laughs) time as well lots of my people have kids at home and they use that 45 minutes to just get out of the house and have 45 minutes for them or 45 minutes to catch up with their friends that they never see because they're always busy with work and kids exactly Yes, okay. so they're in. Sorry, I get I, di- I do digression. Have to put them back on. Ta- on
0: no, um, this is all good. This
2: is all good.
3: <laughs> um, but this, yes, they're based at Canoe Lake. They're all forty-five minute classes, and we meet in the car park Monday to Friday, and then on the main road by the Butterfly Museum Saturday and Sunday. Options for kind of memberships. I do offer a monthly membership, but there's no joining fee and there's no contract. So. You can cancel at any time. I don't like to tie people into things because I understand that people have lives. Um, so I kind of try to be quite relaxed in that area. But it's £30 a month, and that is for unlimited classes. Okay. And I do, one, two, I have to count, three, four, five, six, seven classes a week. Okay. So you could train up to five days a week for £30 a month, which I personally think is pretty pretty good um, and also with the membership you get a weekly online stretch class that I record every week and send out to all the members so you have that for seven days so they can do that as many times as possible because I really am trying to drum stretching into people um, Yeah, <laughs> but I think that comes from my dancing background as well um, it's, just, it's just so important so I kind of wanted to do that to encourage people to do it and they have they have started to do that and then um, from June till August, I'm also, well, I'm not teaching it. My very good friend, Kat Waters, who is a yoga instructor, she will be doing yoga um, every other week outdoors as part of my BeFit membership as well. So they have an opportunity to get some yoga in, which I thought was a nice Amazing.
0: That's good. Cool.
3: Over the summer. Yes, that is an open class, actually. So it's not just for my members. That will be open to everyone. Um, and you can just drop into my classes it's eight pound if you just drop in so you're not you don't have to do the membership and and anyone can come and try a class for free also so try before you buy basically you know I always say to people come and try a class first just make sure it's for you and that you're you know it's what you're looking for because it it might not be
0: yeah exactly that's all it's always good to have a taster and um yeah, yeah i can i can i can vouch for all the friendliness the hard work um <laughs> the great outdoors early morning it's all it's all really fantastic um like i said i'm just kind of getting over it now with my arms and stuff as i, as I sit here shaking them and <laughs> it
3: wasn't that bad it was good it was you did really well and it was we had a nice morning didn't we as in weather wise it, it was lovely
0: it was so yeah. nice yeah it was it was, um, it was brilliant
3: and um, that's but, the other- the great thing about doing it outdoors is I, I love that we move around different lessons, different places. We use the beach. Um, Yeah. It's just nice. We go in the uh, Rose garden sometimes if it's windy to get out of the wind.
0: (laughs) Ah, brilliant. I was going to ask you actually how kind of far you stretch away from, from your basic canoe lake, but I guess that, that kind of answers that. So you'll use the, the actual, I think I've seen you along the actual seafront on the promenade a couple of times.
3: Yeah, Yeah. we do. We do. I do a beach session at least. Um, at least once a week to be honest over the summer it will probably be more because the beach is one of those um in the winter obviously if it's not a great day it's not the best place to be and also when it's pitch black in the mornings it's yeah. there's not so much lighting there so I have to kind of plan my sessions around the weather and the yeah the time of day the light the floor mm. um so um but yeah they're good they're good and it's just yeah it's just nice to mix it up I mean I am a massive fan of outdoor fitness and outdoor training. And I do quite a lot of it myself. Um, as in my own personal workouts, I've got the equipment. So I'll just go down and find a bit of grass and do it outside and use what's there. We use the benches, we use the steps, we use awesome. um, the beach for sprints. And there's, there's so much down there that you can utilize and um, you don't need equipment, put it that yeah. way.
2: Yeah, you can absolutely. get
3: a without, um, without all the kit um, but yeah that's the outdoor stuff and then my one to one sessions my pt i do i am a mobile pt which means i come to you um, which i think was another thing because i kind of started all this and started making plans during lockdown it it just makes it so much easier for people and the, what i did a post on this a while ago one of the main excuses for not people not exercising is time which i get i completely get i have clients that have two kids and a job and a husband and a life and they have an hour lunch break that they're working from home and i will go i will turn up on the hour they are in their gym gear ready to go and then they have a meeting at the end of that hour so they literally whip off their gym top blouse back on sit down for their meeting um so that was the kind of thing I was trying to get to with my mobile stuff. Is that take away that twenty minutes of you driving to the gym? Yeah, or,
0: perfect. Mm, that's really good.
3: You with the kit, and even I've done it with you know someone's had their kids home from school because they're poorly. That's okay. I'm quite a good nanny, also. So <laughs> I mean, I'm multi-class. So I entertain the kids. Um, yeah, it's um, it's what it's worked really well, and I'm hoping that still. And it's great for people that haven't got that confidence yet to get out and go to a gym even to meet a PT gyms are scary places I um I don't fault them I think they're great I am a member of a gym only recently but they are they are intimidating especially if you don't feel confident in what you want to do um when you're there so yeah I'm just trying to make it easier for people to get you know to take that first step to go right I'm going to have a few one-to-ones and then I might join your outdoor classes or I might join a gym that's you know that's 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 what I'm trying to do Um, and I also do my PTs outdoors as well so if people don't want to train at home and they want to escape I'll meet them in an outdoor area near um, their house I do a couple up in Farlington at Park up there
0: Okay, cool. Um, so, Billy, I believe as well, you've got some kind of uh, other kind of classes and, and services you offer as well around, obviously, the, the movement and, and people, um, which, again, you know, I kind of wanted to wanted to just say earlier, I, I just love that you love movement and people, um, and you've managed to make a career out of it, which is brilliant. So, you do um you obviously offer a service called Mini Movers, you've got a dance and Prosecco evening, um, you do beef at socials as well, and also parties and stuff that you can do obviously dance parties so yeah tell us a bit about those
3: um yes so the kids stuff that was kind of a um one whenever you're if anyone that's a dancer or has been a dancer everyone says oh you're going to teach Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: instantly they think you're going to be a dance teacher and it's honestly never appealed to me (laughs) (laughs) um but i i do like kids and I wanted to do something again it was something I started in lockdown online while we were fully locked down I started doing online kids dance classes via Zoom just so parents could have 30 minutes to get the washing done or do the washing up Um, because I know I've got friends and I know how difficult it was for parents in lockdown to have all the kids at home and no escape. So I did kind of sell it as, as that um, fun for the kids escape for the parents. Awesome. Um, so I was doing them online and it was so cute. You know, these little kids turning up on their laptops, dancing around the living rooms and um, getting mum and dad to join in. So that was where it kind of stemmed from. And then um, I just thought, well, why not continue? I did do some regularly for a while, but... It was kind of just out of lockdown. And I think people are a bit apprehensive about bringing their kids out first. But now I've started to do them every other Saturday at St. James's Church in Milton. And they're literally 30 minutes. I've kept it very, um, very casual and very fun because when I was a when I was dancing, when I was little, it was very much you did ballet tap and modern And you went and you trained to do your exams, your dancing exams. You had to be dressed in a leotard and tights and your hair done immaculately. And that still goes on. And that's fine for lots of the kids that want to do dancing. That's great. But there are some kids that just want to go and do a bit of freestyle and run around and have some fun. So I've just, I, as much as I love it, that's not my main focus. So I didn't want to spend you know hours of prep and time prepping sorry prepping for the classes and then putting loads more pressure on myself to try and make these kids darty bustle (laughs) Um, so I've just kept it really fun it's for ages two to five so they're super little um but they just love it they're so funny we I mean some (laughs) Most kids just want to chat. I always say that we sit around in a little circle at the beginning. I ask them how their day's been, what they've had for lunch, and most of them go, "haven't had any lunch." And I look at the parents, and they're like, "Are you start? (laughs) Are you starving your children?" Um, Yeah, yeah, they're just funny, and then they want to tell me about their friend Peter that they went to the zoo with. They just want to chat, and I say, "Maybe I should run like a a kids' counselling session instead." Um, (laughs) Got some skills there, Billy. Yeah. It's um, it's really good fun, and it seems to be building, um, a bit more now. I've got some regulars that come, and they they just love it. The kids seem kids seem to like me. Not sure why, but they but do. You need, they seem. You, need,
0: you really need to come over to my house and and try and extract some information <laughs> from my kids because I I literally just get a grunt from them every time I ask them how how their day was. They just they make some strange <laughs> noise. It's kind of like an in between grunt versus a kind of moany cry. Yeah, but
3: how how old are they? Uh, um, yeah
0: they're so okay so my little boy's 12 and yeah and my, my daughter's yeah. 15 so yeah, it's a, yeah Past a bit the age
3: of like seven uh then no they don't like me then i'm only yeah. cool up until about seven but um <laughs> no I've got, I've got one i've got one this saturday actually um and i try to do different themes as well with them each week um you know disney and stuff like that which yeah. they love but uh, yeah so i do those and then my friday night dance classes which are adult adult dance class um and this was again obviously stems from my dancing background i wanted to keep it in there a little bit and it is this class is just brilliant it's called on fridays we dance and drink prosecco um (laughs) it's like my idea of heaven Um, (laughs) and we literally I do a different theme for this each week. We've done Madonna, we've done Dirty Dancing, we've done Chicago, we've done Greece. What else have we done? Oh, we've just, it's just brilliant. And they're just normal people. Everyone goes, but I can't dance. It doesn't matter. It makes it so much more fun. Um, And yeah, we just learn a short routine. We do a little uh, warm up. We learn a short routine, you know, with all the famous moves from whatever film or, artist we're we're doing that week and then we drink prosecco afterwards
0: <laughs> Billie, Billie, I'll tell you what this sounds exactly like the the dance version of what we call the beer mile oh yes people run and drink I think it's like four pints of beer or four cans of beer around a mile so. <laughs> That's great. yeah yeah
3: Absolutely. um yeah and that for me is just about making it fun like fitness I always that's one of my little taglines fitness can be fun um and it's a Friday night so it was more um you know you want a night out minus the heels that's like my selling point you can go out in your gym gear without a scrap of makeup on with the girls do a bit of movement burn some calories and have a drink with them afterwards it's just a nice thing to do on a Friday night um instead of you know going out in the town or if you know again it's money we all know at the moment that money is um oh well the cost of living is going up and
2: people might
3: not be able to afford to go out for dinner or whatever and this is i mean it's 15 pound per person and that's for the class and two glasses of prosecco um and there is a booze free option as well obviously for people that don't want to drink prosecco uh yeah yeah, two um, two
0: glasses of coca-cola (laughs) <laughs> that, would, that would be that would be my choice <laughs> yeah
3: you get um you get like a non-alcoholic fizzy elderflower nice. um but yeah again it was just about making it fun and bringing people together and people have created like nice little friendships from from my classes which I love to see and that kind of leads into the socials that I do so I did one at Christmas um and we're doing them well my friend runs the South Sea Deli which I'm sure some people will know it's a bloody lovely little deli cafe because I wanted when I was planning it I was like right I'm not going to hire out a hall because I was a very small business at that yeah. point and still am um, and wasn't sure how many people were going to come so I thought but I'll, I also don't want to go to a pub and then people be queuing and they're not being anywhere to sit because I, I hate that I'm that, that snob that wants, wants a seat and wants to be served at the bar within five minutes. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. <laughs> <okay>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise I get bored and think I should have stayed home. So, um, my friend Daniel said, well, why don't you do it here? And it's a beautiful space. I love it. it's very, very much a bit of me as I like to say. And he just does a little pop-up bar for me, put some, you know, some little crisps and nuts out. And then we had our own space. Um, and we only, you know, we spent a few hours there and then a few of us did go out afterwards, I won't lie. Got a bit messy. But <laughs> um, it's just so nice to socialise with everyone, you know, out of our gym gear. Um, lots of people didn't recognise people. It was so funny um, because, obviously, you're you're there at 6.15 in the morning.
2: Yeah. Not
3: brushed, not brushed your hair, in your gym gear. And um, then people were turning up in their glad rags and everyone was going, oh, my God, it's you. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just really, really nice, and I've got another one on Saturday, which is our spring social, because everybody's been on my case. When's the next social? So um, yeah, awesome. we're doing it at the same same place, but I'm hoping that lots of the I've had quite a few new people join recently, so I'm hoping that they will come along and um, get to know a few of the the people that have been there for a while from Great. day one with me.
0: Yeah. that sounds, sounds sounds absolutely brilliant um lots of options there for people and uh, yeah i love i love the kids stuff as well because I, I don't know whether you know but similarly with what you were saying about the children and, and kind of how funny they are and the questions they ask and the conversations they want to have it's i don't know if you know but uh bransbury park every sunday there's a junior park run which takes place
3: oh, is there? i didn't know that yeah,
0: junior. It's 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 amazing. I mean, if you've never experienced the Junior Park Run, and and especially for people who are listening, you really should head down to to Brandsbury Park. And it's basically for for kids aged four to fourteen. So you get some really really little ones doing doing a two kilometre course either with their parents oh, yeah. or on their own, and they are just hilarious. You know what you were saying about children asking questions? Well, similarly, when they come through those finish funnels, sometimes they are sprinting their little guts out, and <laughs> Honestly, the facial expressions and and often you know you get a, you get a few tears occasionally because the kids don't want to kind of run around, which is you know we never like to see. But they are just hilarious. They are, they are such little characters.
2: Yeah. They, are, they are funny. They are. What
0: do, funny. what does life do to us when we grow up, Billy? <clears throat> no. Sorry. No.
2: Pressing,
3: isn't it? Yeah, and it just strips <laughs> us of
0: all that uh, all that fun and freedom. <laughs> um, Billy, I've got a quick question for you. People listening, obviously, uh, runners listen to the show in the area. Um, what kind of like I guess, benefits could um, us as runners see from from this stuff. Obviously, you know, we know that when we go to gym, you can kind of build up strength and fitness around some of the some of the core and some of the muscles that you maybe use um, for running. But I guess with with an outdoor class, you know, being a little bit kind of different to that gym environment, um, how how what kind of benefits could could runners see?
3: I um, I am very much. <laughs> I, I love running and I encourage running, but I don't like to see people running that look like they're going to break, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, That's <laughs> I me. just think it's, <laughs> it's no it's so much impact on your on your body. And I just think if you're if you can make yourself stronger, especially the core, I'm I probably bore people to tears with how important the core is and strength of your core, because it's the it's the centre of everything. It is the centre of everything. And you cannot, well, you can, you won't do it well, but you can do it. Everything else that you do stems from your core. I will be able to squat better if I have a strong core. I will be able Mm. to do a press-up better if I have a strong core. So I do a lot of core um, stuff in my classes and I am very, very kind of particular on form. um, Rather than, rather than pace, I guess. I always say to everyone that comes to my classes, it's up to you how hard you work. I give you the exercises. I give you the class. If you want to do that, if you want to do 50 squats in the space of a minute that I've given you, or you want to do 20, that's up to you how, how much you put into the class and how much effort you put in. But I still, with that being said, I will never let anyone do anything badly or incorrectly because it's just unsafe and you're just going eventually yes okay maybe not after that one class where you've done a dodgy squat and your knees rolled in you're not <laughs> going to get injured but if you continue to do that yeah. you will eventually get injured um and it's just yeah i'm just a, i'm so particular about form so i will always correct people i won't just let them get away with it and you know, even if it's someone that's super fit and they they've got the experience, I'll I'll suggest I'll say, look, just try this. This will help. It's always harder. That's what everyone looks at me when I say, just drop your weight forward and bring your bring your weight over your arms, and they just look at me as if to say, yeah, but that's so much harder. I'm like, yes, I know, but you're gonna get to it. So yeah, I think if if you are a runner and you run all the time, just. It will, anything to do with strength will benefit your running because you, overall, you will be stronger, which means your body will be, and you use every, as you all know, you know, and you use, well, you should be using all your muscles when you're running. Whenever I run, I get really sore abs and obliques because I'm very much thinking, don't put all your weight in your poor legs, lift up out of your Use your core. Um, So if you're running correctly, you should feel those. I've had people say to me before, PT clients, oh, I went for a run the other day. My abs really hurt. I was like, yes, that's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because you're using them. So it's the same with anything. Um, Just building strength in any part of your body, it will benefit any other fitness that you do. Um, So yeah and it's it's, we do a bit of running but it's not it's it's i would say it's mainly strength strength work and core work yeah
0: Um, amazing thank you thank you so much for that and um just just very quickly kind of as we kind of come to a close uh where could people find out more about about bfit and kind of yeah what are your social media handles websites that kind of stuff
3: um so i am on instagram i am on facebook and if you just put in bfit which is b f it literally with billy um which is ie you will find me um and i have just launched my shiny new website which is again um befitwithbilly.com and everything all the information is on my website you can see more obviously on my social media pictures of my classes and videos and what we do with those if you want to have a little nosy at those but just drop me an email or a message. Um, and like I said, first class is free. So even if you, you don't really want to, you know, join a fitness group, if you just want to come down and try out a class, the more the merrier. There is no ties. I try to say that to everyone just because you've been to try a class. I don't expect you to sign up on the day. Um, but, yeah, that's where you will find me. I'm on
0: Brilliant. On Thank meeting. you. Excellent <laughs> stuff. And runners as well, if you're listening to this and you see Billy out with one of her classes on around Canoe Lake or, or running on the front or wherever – do say hello and, uh, yes, and, and tell them you you've do. heard the show and uh, yeah, you know, give give them a little wave and, and cheer as they, as they go through their classes. So Billy um, at the end of every podcast I record, I ask a few quickfire questions um, that I call our recovery run questions. Okay. So um, these, yeah, these, these are just fast answer ones. Um, and hopefully you'll be able to, to get through, get through them relatively easily. So first one is, um, have you got a favorite exercise that you love to give your clients? that you know will elicit a response of fear <laughs>
3: <laughs> a burpee
0: oh you know I knew you were going to say burpees I knew
3: it. <laughs> I love them I think there's something wrong with me I love them
2: oh. but everybody
0: hates them. no no I, yeah I'm not a fan myself but anyway good good on so there we go I, I predicted that one um have you got yeah. someone who's kind of inspired you with with your own fitness um, and and perhaps maybe your fitness business um, or even your dancing just somebody who's kind of inspired you through your life to to kind of you know help and help you end up where you are now
2: oh
3: that's really hard um <laughs> that's my curveball question dancing wise would be my dance teacher that literally taught me I went to see her today actually weirdly she oh, um that. yeah she was kind of like yeah she was just amazing in my in my dancing and actually still now she'll send me a message every now and then and say I'm so proud of you on one of my posts
0: oh that's amazing
3: but yeah fitness wise I I am very much one of these people that learns I like I learn from everyone I did it when I was dancing so I will I follow obviously lots of fitness pages and and I just use anything that i see i think god that's amazing i love how she's done that or even classes that i go to i love how he's taught that how he's explained it cue lines so um anyone in fitness really i've got friends in the fitness world i'll you know i just try and make myself as you know steal little ideas and just constantly learn you you never know everything
0: after a really tough workout what food or drink treat awaits you at the end as your, as your favorite?
3: Oh, um, I want to say pizza.
0: Pizza. Good answer.
3: Pizza. Yeah. I'm
2: go pizza.
0: yeah. Yeah. Pizza's a favorite of mine. I'll, I'll always, after a race or something, I'll always nip down to, to either Waitrose or somewhere like that, just get myself one of their, one of their posh pizzas or something and just, yeah, that's, it's a, that's a good answer.
2: <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Um, is there one thing you could recommend to runners out there to do fitness wise that you think could benefit their running? Perhaps, you know, we might've just covered that at the end anyway, but perhaps maybe, you know, an area of the body that you think would help just, just something quick.
3: Um, core, cool. Anything strength.
0: Cool. Yeah. Cool. I predicted you were going to say that as well core super important i know that um and and billy obviously finally anything that you want to add um about portsmouth and the kind of whole fitness slash running community down here um anything that you want to kind of close off with that you haven't already mentioned or that we've spoken about
3: um just keep moving encourage everyone to move i think it's I see a lot of people go, oh, I'm going to try and drag my friend down today. And as much as they resist, keep on them, <laughs> get people moving. Because once once you do it once, like I said, once you get people to that one class or once you get someone out on one run, they, the endorphins come and it's all magical and people go, oh, that made me feel good. Yes, it's what we've been telling people. It's scientifically mm-hmm. proven. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, keep on it, your friends. Get everyone moving and just... Yeah, and be nice Love it. the other people around <laughs> me. Love
0: it. That's some, I think that's some of the best advice um, that we've kind of ended with. So thank you so much for that. Um, listen, thank you again. You know, you've taken your time out of your, out of your day off to come onto the show and tell us all about your PT and um, obviously using the outdoor spaces on the seafront. Um, I, I said it earlier in the interview, Billy. Um, I think it's like such a wonderful thing um as us as runners we're we're running around seeing all these kind of healthy classes that are going on and people working out on the front and yeah it just kind of gives a real sense of of positivity in the area and i think you know we could all do with a bit of that at the moment thank you so so much um obviously people listening get in touch with billy via the website or instagram she's given the handles earlier um obviously we'll include those in show links as well billy take care all the best and good luck with the classes and your social coming up as well
3: Thank you so much for having me. It was lovely to talk to you. And Absolute I'm sure I'll
2: you out and about running. For sure, for sure. Take care, see you soon.